0: we Good morning, sports fans, bettors and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterill, and this morning's show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about the day, or in this case, days that was in the sports betting world, as well as our athlete of the day from the previous day. We then talk about the games coming up today and what bets we like with our competitive hedge lay of the day. Now, our episode is brought to you by Bet99. For all of our Canadian listeners, Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer. Uh, When you join today using the promo code SHOOTERS, Bet99 will match your deposit 100% up to $600. So head over to Bet99 today to make your bets. Use the bets that we have on the show here. We posted a couple of PGA Championship Round 3 bets just before we started recording here. So definitely go and check those out as well. We'll be mentioning them later in the show. But you're going to want to get them before uh, the lines could potentially move with golfers teeing off early this morning. So our athlete shout out of the day has to go to Tiger Woods. He hasn't played since the Masters. He came in feeling stronger, said that his legs were feeling a lot better than when he was at the Masters when he was visibly limping around the course. But he made the cut at plus three. It really shows how good he is, that he comes in off of one tournament in the last like two years and can still do this. You've got world number one Scotty Scheffler not playing the weekend. You've got Dustin Johnson not playing the weekend and a lot of other quality golfers. And Tiger shows up and makes the cut. He's not going to win this week, but it just goes to show how impressive he is that he can have limited playing time and still make the cut. So let's talk about last night's bet, or in this case, two nights ago, we had our fan parlay uh, with Boston and Miami under 207. That one unfortunately missed. Boston's offense was rolling in game two. We had the Blues plus one and a half versus the Avalanche. Mentioned that they could win outright, but we were playing the more conservative route. They did win outright four to one, and so minus 125 cashed there. And then Tampa Bay versus Florida under six and a half. That one hit as well as both goalies showed up in game two. On the player prop side, we had Grant Williams t- over 10 and a half points. We cashed that one as he finished with 19. And Jimmy Butler over 26 and a half. He finished with 29 in game two. So that one cashes. No hedge fan lay the last couple of days. We weren't live yesterday. Had a work event that ran late, and so we needed a little bit of shut-eye. But we're back this today with a lot of bets for you on today's card. And speaking of yesterday, Daily News Dump is where we're going to begin here. So, Boston, they won 127-102. to This was two days ago, but we're finally getting around to chatting about it now. Great performance by Boston. Tatum had 27, 5, and 5. He got an all-out team effort as well. Jalen Brown had 24. Marcus Smart nearly had a playoff triple-double with 24, 12 assists, and 9 rebounds. Grant Williams gave them 19, and Peyton Pritchard gave them 10 points off the bench as well. This is where Boston can be sneaky dangerous, is we talk all the time about Tatum. We talk about Brown. But when you have guys like Grant Williams, who has had a great postseason, or Peyton Pritchard giving them quality minutes, they have some depth here in Boston. And so they showed up and showed out in game two. Miami finished with just 102 points. Jimmy Butler, once again, showed up 29, 6, and 3. He got some help from Vincent Noladipo, who gave him 14. And Tyler Hero gave 11 points off the bench. But Hero was a near 20 point per game guy in the regular season, so he needs to be doing more. You have to look at the rest of their starters. Bam, Tucker, and Struss combined for 17 points. That can't happen. It cannot happen in a playoff game. Uh, the turnovers, they lost the turnover battle 14 to 9. But the big story of this game was the three pointers. You've got Boston what, shot 50% from downtown, they were 20 of 40. And on the other side, you've got Miami just 10 of 34. That was all she wrote. That's the difference maker in this game. If it's even a little bit closer in that department, we might have had a game down the stretch. But this second round of the NBA playoffs has yet to produce a very close game. And that'll parlay into Golden State and Dallas. Last night, Golden State 126 to 117. You would have cashed the over and cashed Golden State covering that spread didn't look like they were going to cover that spread at halftime. Dallas was dominating the game, uh, but they got outscored 67 to 45 in the second half. They lost the rebounding battle. Once again, pretty significantly 43 to 30. Steph Curry had 32, eight and five great performance by Steph. He shot above 50% in that game. Kavon Looney, 21 and 12. He's been sneaky good this postseason. He's given them some great performances. Jordan Poole had 23 points. Wiggins had 16. Thompson had 15. Otto Porter had 11. This is where Golden State beats you is they have this depth coming off the bench with Jordan Poole and Otto Porter and Kuminga and Moody. They've got a lot of guys that can give you buckets on this team. On the Dallas side, this makes me believe now that I don't think they can win the series. I picked Dallas heading in, but if they can't win a game like this, I don't know how they're going to beat this Golden State team. I mean, Luka had 42, 8, and 5. He was above 50% shooting. Jalen Brunson had 31 and 7. He had he was above 50% shooting. Bullock gave them 21. Finney Smith gave them 10. It just wasn't enough, and Dallas hit a lot of threes in this game. I thought that was the key to winning this series. And it didn't matter in this game. So I have concerns about Golden State and Dallas moving forward. I think you got to put all your money on Golden State now uh, because Dallas is in some serious trouble. I know they were down two to nothing to Phoenix, but it felt like they had to win that game too, and they didn't. So we'll see if Dallas can win four of the next five like they did against Phoenix, but I'm not holding my breath. NHL playoffs wise. Tampa Bay takes 2-0 lead against Florida. They won 2-1. Vasilevsky made 35 saves. Colton and Perry scored for Tampa. Bobrovsky had a good game for Florida with 26 saves. And Lou Darin had the goal for Florida. And everything pointed to Florida should win this game. They, they were the more physical team. They out hit them 52-35. They were better in the faceoff circle. They won 25-19 in that battle. They just couldn't crack Vasilevsky, and now they're down 2-0, going to Tampa. Yes, it's in the same state, but it's still a home game nonetheless for Tampa Bay. Florida's in serious trouble, and the champs look like they are rolling. Colorado and St. Louis. St. Louis 4-1. We talked about it earlier. Bennington shined once again. He made 30 saves. They got two goals from Peron, one from Cairo, one from Saad. This is a veteran St. Louis squad. And Kemper didn't play terribly for Colorado. He had 28 saves in the loss. Landis Cog was the lone goal scorer for Colorado. But now they stole that game that they needed. Colorado needs to do the same when they either game three or game four in St. Louis. This is going to be a great series moving forward. Last night we had Carolina and the Rangers two to nothing. Carolina Ranta made 21 saves. He once again continues to roll at home in this postseason for Carolina you had Smith and Aho scored the goals for Carolina on the Rangers side Shesterkin made 20 saves he just gave up the one goal uh empty netter for Aho but Rangers have scored one goal in two games it's not going to get it done they need to go home win both to have a chance in this series and they need to figure out a way to crack Ranta who has had a great postseason so far and then Battle of Alberta. It looked like Calgary was going to be going up 2-0 when they took that 3-1 lead. Four unanswered goals by Edmonton. They win 5-3. Mike Smith with 37 saves in the win. They got goals from Keith, McDavid, Seidel Hyman, and Bouchard. And they cracked Markstrom, who made 35 saves. But Stone, Ritchie, and Tafoli score the goals for Calgary overall. This is going to be a fun series. I think it's going seven. Calgary's going to steal one in Edmonton, and we're going to have 2-2, in my belief, heading back to Calgary with a best of three. We'll do our quick MLB uh, lines. Diamondbacks 10-6 versus the Cubs. Cardinals 5-3 versus the Pirates. Braves 5-3 versus the Marlins. The Dodgers 4-1 versus the Phillies. Orioles 8-6 versus the Rays. That one went 13 innings. Jays versus the Reds, they win 2-1. Guardians 6-1 over the Tigers. Red Sox 7-3 over the Mariners. Rangers 3-0 versus the Astros. Twins 6-4 versus the Royals. Brewers 7-0 versus the Nationals. The Athletics 4-2 versus the Angels. And the Padres 8-7 versus the Giants. That one went 10 innings. You had the White Sox and Yankees both get postponed, as did the Mets and Rockies. So we'll see if we get a doubleheader for either of those today. WNBA results. We had the Connecticut Sun beat Indiana 94 to 85. That spread was minus 15 and a half. So they do not cover that one. Great performance by Indiana, even though they lose. Kelsey Mitchell with 23 and five in the loss, while Alyssa Thomas had 17 and seven in the victory. Washington wins 78 to 73 versus Atlanta. Shakira Austin had 10 and seven with three steals for the Mystics in the victory. Rin Howard, the rookie with one of her best pro games. She finished with 21 points, four assists and two steals. And then the last game of the night, Seattle squeaks out an 83 to 80 victory over to LA Sparks. Brianna Smith had 28 points and seven rebounds in the win. While Liz Cambage had 25 points and eight rebounds in the loss. Great game. Definitely tune into WNBA League Pass. It's cheap and it's great quality basketball. And then we'll end off with the PGA Championship. We had Will Zalatoris take the lead at minus nine. He is a part of our future bets that we made earlier in the week. Wish that we would have gone a little bit heavier on his bets because we have him top 20 at plus 150, but he leads at minus nine. Mito Pereira at minus eight, and Justin Thomas at minus six. We've got JT as a future bet at plus 1,600 to win. And Bubba Watson sits at minus five. Now, notable players who missed the cut. We talked about Scheffler. We talked about DJ. Daniel Berger misses the cut. We cashed that one. We posted that one on Twitter. Patrick Cantley misses. That's tough for us. We had a future bet with Cantley, I believe, top 10. So missing the cut outright is tough. And then Corey Connors and Mackenzie Hughes on the Canadian side. Tough to see the couple of Canadians missing the cut, especially Connors. I had higher expectations for him coming in, but nonetheless, a tough result. Three balls for the first two days. We're only one and three on those, but we've got a couple of head-to-head matchups that we posted on Twitter, but we're going to talk about here right away with our big games on the slate, and that's where we're going to start. So we're going to three, what I would consider heavy favorites within their groupings guys that I think are going to show up. And that's why we're taking some shot handicaps here in order to make the value work. Now, John Rahm, he was like minus 350 in order to win his grouping today with Kramer Hickok. But we're taking him to win by two or more shots. This is at minus 125 on bet 99. Just really love the matchup. I think Rahm's going to go low. Hickok, I think, is going to start to struggle on the weekend pretty inexperienced guy when it comes to major championships. So that's why we like Rombo. Justin Thomas, he's going to win by two or more versus Bubba Watson today. Watson had a great first two days. We know he's a multiple time major winner, but both were at the Masters. I think he'll start to struggle today. Whereas Justin Thomas, he's played some great golf. He's won the PGA before. And so I think he wins by two or more shots today. This one comes in at minus 118. And Jordan Spieth, he's going to win by two or more versus Denny McCarthy. Once again, Denny doesn't have a lot of experience on the weekend. Spieth, he does, and I think he shows up today. This plays minus one twenty-five. So those are our three head-to-head matchups today that we like. Rolling with the favorites, expecting some big results from these guys. Now WNBA games today. We've got a doubleheader. We've got Dallas and Minnesota. Dallas has Rika Bungawale. On the Lynx side, you've got Kayla McBride and Sylvia Fowles. Dallas with a nice 3-2 to two start to the year, whereas the Lynx are just 1-5. So we'll see who comes out on top in this one with the Lynx being the home team. And then we've got the Phoenix Mercury. They're just 2-3 and three on the year, missing Brittany Griner in a big way, and we're wishing her nothing but the best. Hope to see her back on the court soon, although we know it's going to be a little bit delayed here. And then my Vegas Aces at 5-1. and one. You've got Diana Taurasi trying to carry this... Mercury side, and then for the aces, you've got Kelsey Plum and Aja Wilson. Expecting a big result tonight for those aces as they take on the undermanned Mercury. NBA playoffs today, we've got Miami and Boston, the over under sitting at 207.5, and Boston currently is minus 6.5 today. Miami needs more from Bam Adebayo in this series. He has not played well so far. Jimmy's played great, and even though he just had 29 in the last game and I'm saying just 29 like it's a low number, but for Jimmy coming off the 40-plus point performance, it was a bit lower. Other guys on this team need to step up. It can't just be Vincent. It can't just be Hero. It's got to be some of these starters. P.J. Tucker needs to give them something offensively. Max Struis, if you're not going to play Duncan Robinson, then you need Max Struess to be a lot better today. So on the Boston side, just keep doing what you're doing. With Marcus Smart out there playing quality minutes, You've got Jalen Brown as well, who's been providing that secondary scoring. We know Tatum's going to shoot quite a bit because he is the alpha on this team, but if he gets any sort of help from the Grant Williams or Robert Williams of the world as well, then that's when Boston's at their best. Playing good quality defense as well, it's tough to win in the garden, and Miami's going to need to figure out a way to win a game in the garden before heading back to South Beach for game five. NHL playoff side of things. We've got Colorado and St. Louis. This is going to be a fun game once again, as Colorado came in as heavy favorites. We have St. Louis Blues future bet, so we really are hoping for the Blues to come out and win this game. And Bennington's been great. He missed half of the series versus Minnesota. Since he's come back, he's been special. They're a veteran team. They've got Perron and O'Reilly and Tarasenko. It's a deep group that they have here in St. Louis, a bit underrated. But Colorado is one of the best teams in the regular season. High expectations on this group with Kale McCarr and McKinnon and Landis Cog and the rest of them. Darcy Kemper needs to be solid between the pipes today. Really looking forward to this game, as I think it's one of the better series that we have going right now. Now let's talk about the game lines that we're waiting on, starting with Miami and Boston. We're just waiting a little bit. And we would recommend you wait as well if you like Boston to win today. And the main reason why is because Kyle Lowry does have that game time decision tag. I like Boston to win this one, but I might wait and see because if Lowry does get ruled to play, I think it could shift closer to minus five and a half, maybe minus six. You get a little bit of better value there. So I'm going to wait and hold off on this one just to see if he gets ruled out. If he does, I don't think that line's moving any. Minus 6.5, I'm still comfortable with. But if Lowry plays, I'd like to get that extra point if I can, just from a value perspective. Now, Mets in Colorado was the other one that we're waiting on, but we are leaning the over here. Trevor Williams is going for the Mets. He's 0-2 on the year. He's got a 4.2 ERA, so he hasn't been great. And Austin Gomber going for the Rockies. He's 2-3 and three on the year. He's got an even higher ERA at 4.39. They haven't released the line yet on this one. I think they were waiting to see if a double header would happen. I'm not sure if it will. So I think the line could be high today, but nonetheless, I would like the over because I think one of these guys at minimum is going to struggle, meaning that the over is going to be in a great spot. Now, let's talk about player props for today. Uh, Two player prop lines that I'm a big fan of. I like the Al Horford line at over nine and a half points. I think he needed a game to get some some uh get his legs under him. And I think now that he is, he's gonna have closer to a 15-point day. On the Miami side, I'm gonna to continue to roll with Butler. They're giving me over 26 and a half once again at minus 114. And so because of that, I really do like that play. Now let's cap it off with our competitive hedge lay of the day as well as the alt lay play. This is our daily three-team parlay, no odds worse than minus 150, only looking to put out winners, so let's get right into it with Chicago White Sox and New York Yankees under nine and a half today at minus 115. This line completely boils down to how Dallas Keuchel pitches today. He's got a 5.54 ERA. I think the Yankees win this game potentially handily. I think Cortez is going to pitch well against a White Sox lineup that I don't love from a batting perspective, but not as high scoring as they're anticipating. I think it's going to be 5-2, potentially 6-3 would be the highest I would go here. But nonetheless, I like the under at minus 115. Blue Jays run line versus the Reds. This this feels like a bit of a trap, but I like the line nonetheless at minus 120 because Manoa is going for the Jays. He's got a 4-1 record. He's got a 1.71 ERA. And then on the Cincinnati side, you've got Hunter Green. He's 1-6 in six on the year. He's got a 6.21 ERA. The Jays' bats are just superior here. I really do think that they're going to show up and show out. So I am going to roll with the Jays to win by multiple runs. If they get their bats going, I could see them winning by 5+. plus. That's how good they are and how much Cincinnati has struggled out of the gate this year. And then the last one is the Blues and Avalanche under 6.5 at minus 105. Pretty shocked that they still like these games to go over. We've had 4-1, and we've had a very close game in Game 1. Binnington's looked incredible, and I think Kemper's going to show up as well. The potential for an upset is here once again for the Blues, but I like the under. I feel like the max that we're getting here is 4-2, but it's because an empty netter makes it 4-2. I don't think it's going to be relatively close to the over so I'm rolling with the under six and a half. All the odds are there. The odds for the parlay come out to plus 569. Really do love these plays today. And the alt lay play in case one of those baseball games doesn't go. It's a juiced line, but it's Guardians money line versus the Tigers. Rolling with Shane Bieber once again, like we've done most of the year. He hasn't got a lot of wins, but there have been results when he's pitched because the team may blow it, but then the bullpen figures out a way to get the win for them. So I'm rolling with Bieber to get it done today on the mound for the Guardians. Now, tomorrow we're going to go early. We're going to go an hour earlier at 8 a.m. Uh, might even be pre recorded just because we want to make sure that we get in our EPL final day preview. There's a lot on the line. There's relegation games that matter, there's top four games that matter, and of course, Manchester City and Liverpool that matters. So, we're going to make sure that we go a bit earlier before those games kick off. We'll give you a full daily betting card of these games. There's a lot that don't matter, but a lot that do. So, we're going to wade through the waters and give you a full EPL card for the final day. But thank you, everyone who tuned into the live show. I hope that you all have a fantastic Saturday. If you're watching this, it might be a bit later on in the day, but we really do appreciate all of you. And let's have ourselves a great Saturday and see you tomorrow for the daily.